Welcome to the Strategic Stripping Save Yourself Saturday series. This is a new show, hopefully airing every Saturday, with stories from dancers who have saved themselves through stripping. I'm one of them. I was 18, terrified of living a normal 9 to 5, boring AF life, and I needed to do something about it. After thinking about it and listing my ridiculous list of things that I wanted for myself, I came up with I wanted to work whenever I wanted to work. I wanted to stop work whenever I wanted to stop. I wanted to make a bunch of money in a short period of time. I wanted to wear whatever the heck I wanted to wear. I wanted to vacation whenever I wanted to vacation without having to ask somebody. And I didn't want to have anyone telling me what to do while I was at work. So I know that sounded crazy, but I figured I had my whole life ahead of me to figure it out. And immediately, like a lightning bolt, you should become a stripper. Struck my mind. And to my surprise, as an 18-year-old introverted Christian virgin who had never thought about that before, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to try it. And I did. And it has truly been a life full of fun, money, excitement, freedom, travel, and a lot of happiness ever since. Of course, there have been ups and downs. This is absolutely not an ideal job for the long term, but it is the best job that I know of to take you from zero dollars to a lot of dollars in literally one night with no experience whatsoever. You can improve your whole life by doing this if you do it right. And you can do it right. And for me, I'm so freaking thankful that I made this choice So much so that I feel this unstoppable, compelling need to tell other girls about it. Because you don't know what you don't know. And if nobody tells you that you can change your financial future, then you might feel stuck. And like you have no hope. And I can't have that. My heart won't let me. So if I can help you get to freedom to any degree, I'm going to help you. And I can help you. So I'm going to help you, and so are other girls that are going to be on this podcast. They're going to give you their stories and help give you the inspiration that you need to move to the next level, to change the game for yourself, and you can get the inspiration and the faith in yourself so that you can change your financial future too, and really work it, not just get into this, make good money and blow it, but for you to really strive to be the best at your craft so that you can make great money and get yourself from wherever you are now to wherever you want to be and to set yourself up with a plan for the future because your future is going to come and probably a lot faster than you imagine. So we need to be smart and to start thinking ahead because nobody is going to care for us like we're going to care for ourselves. The people that you might care about and love in your life today might not be able to help you in the future. They might not be able to help you now. So we need to learn how to take control of our lives and how to empower ourselves. That being said, today is our first Save Yourself Saturday interview, and today we have Miss Rosanna with us today. I hope that you enjoy the interview as much as I enjoyed it. I absolutely love talking to this chick. I apologize that the audio quality is not that awesome, but the interview is incredible. So please stick around for it because I think you're going to get a ton of value out of it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Especially if you're on track to do college and to get the safe job, this interview is really going to be a good one for you to listen to. So I hope that you enjoy this. Take care for now. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today is our first Save Yourself Saturday interview, and we have Miss Rosanna with us today. Rosanna, thank you for being on the phone with us. Hey, thank you. So the topic today is what stripping has done for your life, like how this has really helped you. So first, let's start with why. 
why did you get into stripping? What drove you to it? Why did you feel the need to save yourself, really? So it's actually, honestly, the opposite. Because I, you know, my whole life, I was kind of raised, like, a little bit moderately conservative because my parents are originally from Mexico. So they were kind of like, you know, with the, um, my old, old conservative and so honestly, I never thought I was going to be surfing. And so that's why it, it kind of, I naturally felt drawn to it. Like literally a month before I started it, I was even telling myself, oh no, I would never do that. I would never do that. And then next thing you know, within weeks, I slowly start looking up clubs. and slowly start looking up dancing because I realized like, it's kind of the environment I'm meant to be in. How did you go from that something you would never do to, well, maybe I kind of want to look into clubs? Okay, so basically, um, it went from, because to me, I, I did start trying to do webcamming. Oh, interesting. That's yeah, a big and, one. Right. It's, I honestly didn't like it. And I kept thinking, like, why not? It's, you know, you're sitting at home. Right. Not going anywhere. How come I, I'm not enjoying this? Yeah. And I realized it's because I'm just too still, right? I'm too still. And so later on, I said, oh, I wouldn't. I mean, before that, I was, I said I would never strip. But then it slowly dawned on me. I mean, that would be where I can exist build my energy properly versus sitting in front of a webcam mm -hmm. and I think I think maybe it, it depends on who you are but for example I was recently diagnosed with ADHD and so I realized like I have so much energy to exude I can't just do it sitting in front of a camera you know yeah and that's why it hit me like okay I think I'm gonna have to do this whole stripping thing Oh, and also I had taken a few pole classes before that. So I'm like, okay, I got some tricks down my belt. Interesting. Um, okay, so being in front of a webcam is a pretty big step too for someone that thinks that they would never get into stripping. So why did you get into okay. camming? Into webcamming? Yeah. Well, because I, I went from a full-time job to graduating college and then getting a part-time job with my degree, so yippee, like I had gotten a, that job with my degree, however, because it was part-time, I'm like, crap, I need money, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and so I was already like, with the mindset of, oh, well, I like being naked all the time, like, might as well do it in front of a camera and make, and make money off of it. That's perfectly understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. How did it feel for you at first? Were you nervous, felt, or...? Yeah, and it feels really, I don't know, like, I already have a bunch of thoughts running through my head constantly, so then, like, it, I wasn't, I think I was nervous, but then what made me more nervous is the fact that you have to keep up talking to everyone, and then people oh, send yeah. you private chats, and it was just really overwhelming with the multitasking. Yeah, I thought about camming for a while, too, and... I went on to these cam sites, which I had never done before, and I see this mega list of girls that are, to, I mean, to me, it just looked like 
oh god i don't know i didn't like it i didn't like the way it looked i didn't like the way it felt and then yeah. going yeah it just looks it just feels to me i felt like it looked desperate like some of their photos and some of the things that they said and I, it just i just didn't like it it just felt awful to me yeah right yeah and it feels less natural because for us we get to talk to people and flirt with them versus like doing it through typing is a little strange feeling right god that sounds so much better to me actually (laughs) yeah yeah, right now that sounds so much better than actually being in person um but i don't think i could do it i um i like i said i looked into it i went into some of these girls rooms and i just i couldn't i don't think i could i think i would honestly i think the fact that it's on it's being recorded and somebody else owns that footage forever is like uh, that's too much like that's too long forever is too long very true i did not even think about that i think a lot of girls don't i think a lot of girls that get into camming probably it probably doesn't cross them i oddly i read the fine print so you know signing uh-huh. up for this n- nobody ever reads fine print me included but with this it just <laughs> felt like I should read it. So I started reading, you know, the unlimited pages of fine print and it came up to the, and this might not be all sites, but at least on two that I checked out, it was like, we have full ownership of your videos and we can do whatever we want with them. And I was like, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. So that was, that was it for me. I really did. I looked into it. I thought about doing it. I was signing up for it. I took my picture with my driver's license next to my face and everything. Yeah. I was like in, I was convinced I was going to try it. And I even had a mini photo shoot to put up on my profile and right after that, I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So how long did it take you to realize that stripping might be something that you would rather consider? Well, I think the only thing that I had that gave me hope I could actually do it was the fact that I had already taken pole classes just for fun. When you say gave you hope that you could do it, why did you think you couldn't do it? Because, hmm, I I think maybe it was like, to me, I saw it as a gamble. Hmm. Like, you don't know how you're going to make it. You don't know if you're going to do good, if you're going to do bad that day. And why was it that? I feel like there was something else that was tugging at me that made me scared. But I just remember that there was one club I, I like, got ready in my hair to, to go audition. And then they were like, okay, how about you come tomorrow and audition? And then I went again the next day, and I still, they were like, oh, how about you come tomorrow? And I'm like, great. And I never went back. Yeah. And I just, I don't, maybe, maybe the hope was, a more a translation of overcoming my anxiety over it. Yeah, okay. I feel like exactly what you said, it seemed like you were trying to figure it out. Like, why did I think that? I feel like that's a lot of girls. They Once they get into it, it's like, I really yeah. don't know what was stopping me. Yeah, now that I look back, it's. I think it was literally just over overwhelming anxiety that yeah. was telling me so many things in my head. And not not only that, but I come from, you know, like a goody two shoes. I always followed I always followed um, you know, 
the basics of be a good person, you know, stripping bad. And right, <laughs> right, right, right. So maybe it was just those subconscious lessons. I right. mean, those lessons from the past that also were tugging at my anxiety, like, oh my gosh, this strip club, ah, why am I getting into this? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. so what was your first day like? Well, I went in the middle of the day, and because they open at 12, and I was so scared. I was putting all my stuff in the closet, and I was quiet, and there was a bunch of other girls. And then next thing you know, there's one lady that, she looks a little older, right, with huge boobs. And she's like, does anyone want some? And she has, like, a bag of chocolates. I'm like, oh, wow. And that immediately, I don't know why it just immediately made me feel better. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe, like, showing, like, you know, just strippers are humans, too. <laughs> like, they're not they're not all being, I don't know, maybe I was intimidated by them or something, but just that one woman offering candy, I'm like, oh, wow, they're, they're cool. <laughs> and then once again, I, I auditioned at that club, and I did get it, and, and I hear the music, and I see all the customers getting dances, and I say, you know what? I heard that the music is popping in the night. I'm, I'll be back in the night. And that was my first day, and I did go in the night, but still, I almost pumped out yet again. So, okay, so you did go back in that night, or you didn't? I did. I did manage to convince myself to go back in. Good for you. That can be hard. Yeah. Yeah, especially and if you just walk in and you, you're looking around, but you haven't actually worked yet. Yeah, and it was, and even after my audition, I still felt like, whoa, oh my gosh, I have to do that. I have to get yeah. lap dances. I have to get on stage again. Tell us your audition process. How did it go? What Did they, they make you get on stage for a couple songs? How did you feel while you were up there? I went up to the DJ, signed in like any other dancer. They were like, oh, what do you want me to play? And I, I asked for two songs. So wait a minute. Was this your audition or were you already hired for this or what? No, no. Like I show up there and um, and and I tell them, oh, I'm here to audition. Okay. And they're like, oh, okay, go check in with the DJ. Here's the dressing room. And... And then with the DJ, I kind of did have to wait for some girls to go before I auditioned. Okay, that is unusual. I feel like that, oh, you said there's only one stage. That's right. Okay, so, yeah, that's, I haven't seen that very often. But normally, I've been in clubs with more than one stage. So typically, mm -hmm. when I have gone in for auditions, they've put me on a side stage for maybe a whole song, maybe two, and then pull you down and you're like, you're hired or you're not hired. That's basically how most of them go. So oh. so, so you checked in with a DJ and then they push you basically in rotation to go yeah. up for your songs. Okay, that's cool. How, how many then, girls did you have to wait for? I think like three or four. Holy and shit, I, they had you wait a while. Right, and I was at the bar, of course, like, you know, with my anxiety freaking Yeah, out. that was me. That was really nice. <laughs> Uh, cause, yeah, I don't know why they would have done that. So may, I don't know, maybe so that you could watch, so that you could get an idea of what to do I or think, what. You know what I think it is? Okay, that club is so small, and, like, I don't, I know the owner and all that. Like, I think they're just so laid back, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that could like, be it. Even when I got off the stage from auditioning, I went back to the bar just to, like, you know, sit down because I'm like, whoa, I just did that. 
And the bartender, he's like, here you go. And he has the unemployment application. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I got it. So nobody even came up to you to tell you you were hired? You no. just went back to the bar? Wow. That's, yeah. I've never heard then, of that before. That's, right? yeah, interesting. And it, just, and it just happened to be luck later on that I was working at night and then the and then I just see this guy dressed in all white, and we have UV lights, so it glows. And he's like, Rosanna, come with me. And I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. What did I do? I'm in trouble. And he's like, oh, I'm the owner. Welcome. I saw you got hired by Rob and blah, blah, blah. I was just like, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. That's interesting. That makes me, yeah, that makes me think as soon as you came in, they weren't, that wasn't even an audition. I feel like you were already hired. I mean, they literally put you in rotation. So. Oh, wow. I never thought to. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, because I've never heard of that before. So I have a feeling they knew as soon as you came in there, yes, she has a job. That I don't feel like you actually auditioned. I feel like that was, okay, yeah, you're on rotation. So. Oh, and now it makes sense because when I told him, I'm going to come back later in the night, that the bartender, he was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly I, what happened. You got hired and you didn't even know it. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so um so how has stripping helped you? So like okay, so I was always you know, I come from like I said, a parents who come from Mexico so they're very into like the labor force where they have to do hard labor and stuff, so they'd always tell me since I was little, go to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be like us don't right. get hard labor jobs you're gonna get a degree and like get a good job with that and I did like I I, I was a good girl my whole life and I finally um, got a, de- a job with my degree which was in exercise and wellness and they and long story short um, I, I got fired because I had an injury there and I had to sign up for Oc Health and well, what do you know? I'm a stoner and a drug test. Oh, <laughs> and no. So, yeah. And so um, that that got me fired. And That's how and, you got fired? Yes, that's how I got fired. And what I, kind of I, job I, was it? Uh, I worked at a hospital. Oh, I, like, wow. Yeah, and it was a really good job. I honestly liked it, but I always had it in my head. Like, I kept feeling a tug. Like, I don't feel normal. I don't feel like I belong here yeah (laughs) and I kept shaking it off because I said like there's no way you know I got this with my degree I love it like I love it there's no way and so um I I did and so when I got fired it made me really truly reevaluate like my personal goals and stuff because I I always had it in my head you're going to go to college and get a degree and work for the man for the rest of your life until you're 60, right? And so I just got fired from that job. <laughs> oh like, what am I going to... Yeah, and so it was really a huge, like, stab in my self-esteem, and it made me reevaluate my goals because it hit me, like, I wasn't meant for that 9 to 5 in the first place. Yeah. And I feel like it was the universe kicking me out. That's it exactly was, what I was thinking. I was like, God, she got so lucky. <laughs> yeah, because I've always, literally my whole life, I would see like Zoom instructors and my belly dance teacher 
you know, make a da- dance as a career. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but I could never have that. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes I tear up just thinking about it because I feel like there would have been no other way that the universe could have told me, like, go be an entrepreneur. Good like, you. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'm just going to say it happened in part because of weed. I am a huge advocate for cannabis. I yes. Yeah, I used to smoke like there was I mean, I can't tell you how much I used to smoke. It's ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah. But I haven't smoked in a while. It's been a while since I smoked, but I have done more research on cannabis than probably anyone I've ever met. It is a miracle plant. It is a miracle plant. I swear, you can Google any type of disease next to cannabis, and I bet anything, some kind of testimonial will come up saying how cannabis has helped them with their, their issue or cured it. It's a miracle plant. It truly is. Like, I absolutely love it. So I think that that's awesome that that is what pushed you into entrepreneurship. That's super cool. I'm super, super happy to hear that. It's so weird because I just, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm like, there's literally no other way that I would have finally taken on, you know, making my own money uh, full time. And, and that's why I realized, I'm like, yes, strip, like stripping, it satisfies my, my wanting to dance, my wanting to move, my, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot, my exercise and wellness degree was with an emphasis in dance, you know? That's oh, all that's awesome. Yeah, like belly dance, Latin, ballroom, and, and so not only does it satisfy my wanting to dance all the time, but it also is going to get me to my goals way faster than uh, than at the pace they were giving me. Right. I mean, I, I had to fight for 15 cents to get added to my $15 Oh, my God. Imagine that. And now looking back, it's like, that's such, like, that's one lap dance. <laughs> 15 cents or $15? Yeah, yeah. Like, they were offering me $15 an hour for a part-time job. And I was like, can I have 16 And they're like, okay, how about 15 15 <laughs> And I said, okay. <laughs> and now I look back, I'm like, how am I surviving off of that? And a part-time job, like it's... In a part-time job that people go to school for a super long time and put themselves in a lot of debt to get. Yes! <laughs> and, and supposedly that was me moving on up in the company because I had worked for them during college and I was like at a lower position. So that was like technically like moving on up. Look at her. She graduated with her degree. She's going to be a big boss in our company, guys. I love the way that you say that. I love that underlying (laughs) sarcasm. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so this is a great point to ask you when it comes to entrepreneurship because there's a lot of people that are following that exact same path that are going to college because they want to get a job, probably because their parents told them to do all this stuff, same like your parents, because their parents also lived in the same kind of like stressed out there isn't enough money kind of reality because the system is super fucked up and it's not designed to help any of us so for for girls that are thinking you know well but it's a it's a regular paycheck or it's a safe secure job shit you got fired for smoking weed 
So that throws the safe, secure job idea out the window right there. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And I still had to fight them in unemployment, so even that was like... For smoking weed! And doctors are recommending this now in certain states, so that's a bunch of bullshit. You want to know something worse? Okay, so I like forgot to go to Oc Health the day of my injury, right? And so I and so they were like, Oh, that's okay, just go the next day. But my roommate, she was like, dude, they're gonna drug test you, get fake pee. Uh... Like, don't do it, don't do it, get fake pee. And I was like, I have my weed card. Like Right. Come on. Oh my Let god. Let me try to go the straight and honest route and not cheat and be dishonest to the company. Let me. <laughs> oh my god. Let me let me pee in that cup positive, and but then flash them my medical card, and it'll all be fine and dandy. <laughs> <laughs> so you even tried and, to go the legit route, and you still got yes. fucked. Yes. So what would you tell the girls? How does it compare to you literally working for yourself? If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. It's up to you to go through the door and to make money. How does it make you feel to be in control of your income? So that makes me feel on the baseline super powerful, Mm -hmm. but also I'm still going through that phase where when you don't go in, it feels bad. Yeah. But, like, for girls that are, you know, they think that that's a secure income, like, I understand that, and I understand that some people do want careers that way, but also, no matter what your situation, you need to find a second source of income. I love it. Because, I'm sorry, but this this uh, system right now is fucked up. Minimum wage is seven or eight still in some parts of the United States. Like, yeah. that is inhumane. I'm sorry. It is inhumane. And, and so that's why even if girls are like, okay, well, I don't want to do entrepreneurship. I'm like, that's fine. But you do, you do your career then. But also, if you have a dream or a goal that you want to take on and you've always thought, oh, I can't do it, then take it on. Take it on because we all need a second source of income in this time of nature. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I love it. So how do you feel about it? Like, what is it? Okay, so becoming an entrepreneur, you never thought you would do it. And now all of a sudden you're doing it and it makes you feel powerful. You like it. And do, have you thought about a business outside of this? Have you thought about what you want afterwards? Yeah, like, like I think, you know, I'm. I think right now I basically just have a bunch of, a bunch of ideas that I'm trying to work on at the same time as dancing. You sound super young. Can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm 25. 25. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This is a good time. This is a great time for you to start clarifying your. And 25 is the age where you truly become. You truly become an adult. You start to think with a a new piece of your brain that didn't did not exist before is starting to develop right now in your life. So this is where yeah. your your old childish ways go away and now you can start really thinking about the future and what it is that you truly want and what you feel like you were sent to this planet to do. So that's a great age. Yeah. It's funny because 
because you, that you mentioned power too that because I do feel powerful being able to set my own schedule but it's hard because I've always followed someone else's schedule during high school I barely passed college because I didn't have a schedule and right. now I have all this time to myself I, I literally have to like write lists every day of the things I have to do and sometimes it feels like I don't even get to my goals right and so it's like what but I have literally Right. I know exactly what you mean, but I didn't yeah. have, so you've had somebody telling you what to do maybe your whole life. If you've gone to school your whole life and then had a regular job and everything, that's pretty much your whole yes. life. I haven't had that at all. Like, wow. yeah, well, it, it's also been bad because like, it's great. I'm super thankful for it. But at the same time, it's been hard because I'm working towards more structure. Absolutely. Actually, that's part of the reason why I named this Save Yourself Saturday because I'm like, I'm going to do this every Saturday. This is a way for me to upload an episode every Saturday. And hopefully I'll get enough. I have a feeling at least over time. I have one set up um, for soon, but I hope that over time I get more of these. But I haven't had a structured anything. I, I, I dropped out of kindergarten. I, uh, I went to kindergarten for like three months and I came home from school and I told my mom, I said, I don't like it. I said, I don't know why I'm there. I'm coloring. I'm hanging out with kids. I don't like, I was like, I don't, I don't understand the point of this. I could be doing this stuff at home. And my mom just called the school and was like, she's not coming back to school. And I thought that was normal. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea because I was like, what, three or five or whatever kindergarten is. I had no clue. So I dropped out. I was, in, I was homeschooled. Being homeschooled is a very unstructured process. You don't have to wake up at any particular time. You don't yeah. have to be in any class at any particular time at all. So... And then I, I got a job when I was 12 and I started working for someone and that was still, I didn't have to be there at a particular time and I could finish work whenever I wanted to. And then by, as, as soon as I turned 18, I was like, God, I hate working for other people. This is uh, awful. Yeah. And I had just turned 18. How long have you been stripping for? Barely like I started in April. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> That's, that's awesome because you're being brand new. This is a great time for you to be able to set things in place to make sure you do them. For example, saving huh. your money, saving a particular amount of money, whether it's every shift or whether it's every month. But girl, please, for the love of whatever... Yeah. Save some of your money every single month because whatever you decide you are going to want to do in the future, whatever you're going to decide is what you're here for, your dream business or whatever, yes, you might be able to find an investor and yes, somebody might just give you a bunch of money and any of that's possible, especially working in a strip club, but it also would be great if you could just do it on your own. So please save your money because... I have met so many girls that have gotten into this industry and make so much money and most of us have no idea where it went. 
<laughs> like no clue. I was talking to my sister the other day about money management and she said, God, I really mismanaged my money. She stripped for about five years. She was like, I really mismanaged my money. And I said, really? I said, I wouldn't have expected you to do that because she, she's really smart. She knows a lot about, about money and finances and stuff like that. She goes, yeah, I mismanaged it. I said, what do you mean? She goes, I don't know where any of it is. She was like, of course I mismanaged it. Because it's so, it can be so easy to make, so it's like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to go do whatever I want because I'll make that money back. But the truth wow. is, your drive for it right now, after a while, and I would say a long while, especially if you've got ADHD and it's good for you to be out and doing things and stuff like that, which is great. That's a great reason to get into it. If you have a lot of energy and you like to talk to people and stuff like that, I think it's perfect. <laughs> I forget where I was going with that, but uh, but yeah, save your money. Oh, you were gonna say something about in the long run. In the long, it's gonna it's gonna go fast. I hate to say that. I hate to say that, but the time yeah. is gonna go by, and you're gonna be like, fuck. I don't want to keep I doing know. this. And by the time you decide, yeah. I don't want to be doing this you're going to want out. I don't want to say you, this has been my experience, is when I decided I wanted out, I really wanted out. And it made it really, really hard for me to go back in. So my motivation wasn't anywhere where it had been. I used to be hella motivated. I was, I wanted to travel everywhere. I wanted to go, I wanted to go everywhere. So I was willing to go in and bust my ass for as long as I needed to, to make three, four, five thousand dollars and then go on vacation, get a book a one-way flight and go on vacation as long as I wanted or until my money ran out and then come home and it got to the point that I traveled so much I didn't even want my own apartment anymore because I wasn't there. So I just started to live a very nomadic lifestyle where I was kind of like staying with friends and stuff like that because I didn't want to pay $1,300 for an apartment I was never at. Yeah. So, but the the point is I wish I had saved some of that money and invested Uh it. Because it's so important because once you want out, you're gonna want out and if you realize I don't have any cash left. You're going to need to stay in because I promise you, at least right now in time, and technology might change this. Uh, and maybe it, it has changed it and I don't know yet, but this is one of the best ways to make money. As a young female, this is one of the best ways to make money and on your terms. Yeah. And on yeah. your own terms. So... And- and it's crazy because you, what you say, I feel like my whole life, that's how I felt. Like, where did my check go? Where did my check go? Yes. And now, and now I literally have to, like, I have a chart every time I spend money. Good I put it you. in here and it also here. And I have, like, little, oh, by the way, if anyone wants advice, um, coupon holders are really good to store your cash. Interesting. <laughs> and, um, it, so that I use that and it's crazy because this you're right like this this is a, the best way to make money fast but because you have that much power you also don't know sometimes how to control it in a sense mm-hmm. and that's why like how you said that time goes by fast it's like you're right I feel like from April to June I, was, I wouldn't go in because of my anxiety and then I finally go in and then I wouldn't go in because I was just freaking out and now finally June, July, August I'm like okay 
wow, where, how? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still slacking. I'm like, you know, like it still feels like there's so much time that has passed that I'm still, there's so many things I still haven't accomplished with that same money. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's crazy how fast time goes. God, it really is. So as long as you're saving some of it, as long as you're, and I know it's so hard to keep cash. It can be so hard to keep cash and it can be unsafe to keep cash. So if anyone knows what you do for a job, don't tell them if you're not depositing your money in your bank because you never know. You honestly, you never know. People can change. So if somebody knows that you have money at your house, it's just, I don't know. It's definitely an interesting topic. There's got to be a way to make this work and we just need to figure it out. Cryptocurrency is something that I was looking into heavily last year as a a good place to invest your money. But Bitcoin, at least I will say, is a roller coaster. It is up, it is down, it is up, it is down, like like crazy. I'm actually getting into another program like that, kind of, but it's um, foreign exchange currency. Wow, that's awesome, I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, and I and that's even the guy that got me into that. He said he's like, uh, cryptocurrency goes way too fast for me. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, this guy. If he says that, then I'm kind of scared to even touch that. Yeah, well, it yet. is it is crazy fast. I've watched really? the charts. Oh my god! But I think it's the future. I honestly, I think it's going to be the future. Yeah. I have a feeling the U.S. dollar is going to crash. And some, yeah, there's so much, there's so much information on this topic. I don't even want to try to get into it because I would butcher it all. But there's a ton of information on every single fiat currency, which is paper money backed by literally nothing, which the United States, it's backed by literally nothing. Every single fiat currency throughout all of history has failed. And ours has lasted the longest throughout all of history. So we're due for a failure here pretty soon, I'm pretty sure. So I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, cryptocurrency could be a great place to store it. Um, True. Also, silver and gold could be, I don't know, it's a, it's a way, way different topic. Have you tried to make that a point yet to save a, a certain percentage or amount of your money per night or per month? Oh, like for a month? You, well, per have you have you tried to do that yet? Save some per night or per month yet? Yes, Good I'm for trying, you. but it's so like you know the fifty thirty twenty rule. What is that? Fifty percent of your income goes towards necessities. Thirty percent goes towards wants. And then 20% is savings or paying off debt. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to go off of. Okay. And it's it's hard because I still feel like I'm not, like I still feel, how do I say this? Like I'll work and work and then I'll barely make money for such bills. Yeah. And then, uh-oh, this bill's coming up next. I still feel like I'm in a race to complete each bill. And so it's, it's kind of, I feel like I'm, I am trying to do what you said, like right. save a little bit each month. But then they see, you know, oh, this bill's coming up already. Ugh. And then right. I got to pay it off. How many nights a week do you work? Or do you work days? Um, I work nights. And I barely am barely pulling off 
three to four. <laughs> well, that's okay. You say barely yeah. pulling it off. Three to four is, that's pretty good. Here's another uh, question that's, I think is really important. Do you have a schedule for yourself or do you go in three or four nights that you feel like going in? I have a theoretical schedule, <laughs> but I just noticed mm-hmm. that like July and August, every now and then I won't follow it this week or I'll kind of follow it this week or this week I did almost good except I missed this day. Right. And so I, I feel like uh, I can't seem to catch and stop those hiccups. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. That's one of my biggest regrets. There's something I could go back and change. One of the things I would go back and change is I would have set a schedule for myself and I would have stuck to it. It was really difficult for me because I traveled so much, but when I had no plans to travel, I wish I had set a schedule. And the reason why is because when you don't set a schedule, tell me if you feel the same way. Do you think about work all day sometimes? Like, I should yes. go to... Okay. So, tell me, <sighs> by the end of the day, are you already mentally drained about the idea of going into work because you've been thinking about it all day? Yes. And so sometimes I have to, like, drink coffee to, like, like no, you know, I'm going to get hyped. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to party. I'm going to party. Woo, dancing. Like, right. You got to try to hype yourself up. About it all day. That was one of my biggest problems because I never had a schedule for myself. So literally every waking hour of every single day, I was like, I could be making money right now. And I would think about it all day. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to go to work at 10 or maybe I should go in at 7 or well, I could go in at 11 or maybe 5.30 would be good. I'd be thinking about it all day or I could go into work right now. I I should be making money right now. And I would think about it all day. And then by the time 10 p.m. would roll around, I'd be like, oh my God, I do not want to go to work. I've I've been at work all day in my mind. It's awful. It's it's not healthy is what I think. I don't think it's healthy at all. And there's somebody that I've learned from through podcasts. His name's Dan Sullivan. He has a, a podcast called Strategic Coach. And one of the things that he talks about is when you work, he goes, you have work days and you have play days. And when you're at work, you work. You don't think about, oh, I wish I was at home. Oh, I wonder what's going on on social media. Oh, you don't think about anything outside of work. You work and think about money while you're at work. And you set that time frame. Like, I'm going to go into work these three days a week at this time, no matter what. And then the other days, you don't think about work at all. Like, not at all. You completely unplug. That way, when you go to work, you're recharged, you're not thinking about what's going on outside of work, you're fully immersed in making money, and then when you go home, you shut it off, you put it away, and then you do whatever you want to do until you actually go back to work again. But there is no thought process behind it. You can literally exhaust yourself from thinking too much. I think um, Steve Jobs, I think it was Steve Jobs, and maybe the Facebook guy, Zuckerberg. I think they always, I'm pretty sure it's them. I'm not sure. I could be totally mistaken with both of those. But two, a couple super, like super successful people, they always wear the same thing every day. They wear the same right. thing. Yeah, because that way they don't have to think about it. 
there's no mental energy exhausted on something silly like what you're gonna wear. And I, I, I wow. yeah, I know I've spent a lot of time figuring out what I'm gonna wear. And sometimes by the time I figured it out, I'm like, shit, I don't even want to go anymore. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's a good point because sometimes when, you know, I know I'm going to go into work today. I know I'm going to go into work today. I'll, I'll be doing stuff and then somehow I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm not ready yet. Oh, shoot, I'm still doing this. Oh, crap. And then what turns out to what's supposed to be six to seven going in, mm-hmm. I end up going in like at nine, nine thirty. I'm like, shit, because the day goes by so fast. I'm like, I don't know how to schedule it yet. I know exactly what you mean. And the weird thing is when we had jobs, regular jobs, we made it to work on time. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. Like now that you have all this spare time, you want to like, I don't know, it's hard to divvy it up somehow. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how this is possible, but honestly, I'm kind of <laughs> glad to hear it from you too, because man, I had this problem a lot. So... That's, that's interesting, though. We both come from opposite backgrounds. You had never had a schedule, and I always did, and we we're both struggling with the same and thing. Like, shoot, I was supposed to come in two hours ago. Yeah, like, that's interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting to me. So yeah. that tells me there's a solution for this, and I've got to figure it out so I can share it. Because there's oh. got to be a solution. There has to be. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. But there's got to be I'll a solution. I'll let you know if I come up with ideas. <laughs> I, would, I would absolutely love that. I guarantee you we're not the only two people with this problem. There's no way. This is probably right? a huge problem for most girls. Anyway, okay, so uh, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned along the way? How are you doing on time, by the way? I'm okay. Are you okay? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, okay. all right. Um, I, I have probably, like, three more main questions, and then... Uh, oh, okay we can talk about like anything. I I just like to talk a lot apparently. So I like to get to know you <laughs> girls. This is super fascinating to me to hear about different backgrounds from where people are coming from and all that stuff. It's really unique. And I love your story. I really, Amazing. yeah, great story. It really is a great one to start off with. You were a nurse and you got fired oh, from a secure I, I job. Actually, I was actually like a, like a surge pathologist assistant. So I basically would like log people, uh, I'm sorry, people would be in surgery and you know, they get out like whatever they needed, for example, gallbladder. And then they bring it over to us and I'd be like, oh cool. And I like check it in and put it in the system and, and hand it over the, to the pathologist to see if the person had cancer. So it was really fascinating. It was honestly really stressful because you had to like, you know, cut the per, you know, cut, cut them into layers to, and the doctor would be waiting there to look at the, their organ or whatever. Okay. So you actually didn't mean the organ (laughs) when you said you would check it in. You actually checked in the organ. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't a nurse per se, but I would work with them to, to properly process organs or skin (laughs) tissue or, (laughs) oh my Um, God. Breast tissue to to get it tested to see if the person had cancer oh i could never uh there's no, no. way they paid you how much an hour to do that 15 15 just... <laughs> no 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 that's there's no way no, god I honestly love the human body and 
You know, like oh. how it functions. So <laughs> I don't know about I guess all that. It translated a stripping too, in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, true. You're you work very closely with people. They're all yeah. in one piece, but uh, <laughs> wow, that's wild. Okay, so what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned along the way from stripping? So, um, definitely that that it takes. It, it's not, it, it takes, in order to strip, you need a lot of self-confidence, a lot. And, and I feel like if you don't, if you don't have that, you won't do well because you, even girls who have done it a long time, they, they'll, they'll be happy to say that I've done it a long time, but then they'll complain and I didn't make shit last night and, you know, and be really negative and stuff. And so it's all about your confidence. It's all about your attitude of the place. That's what I think is the biggest lesson I have learned so far. Because I've noticed I get more, like, lazy to go to work when I say I have to go to work. Yeah. Like, no, like, you have to change your mindset and say, nope, I'm going to go dance and get paid for it. I love that. That's a, such an <laughs> excellent shift. That's such an excellent shift. Okay, so that yeah. being said, do you think confidence can be built? Yes, I truly do think so. Because, you know, it's like our old subconscious thoughts and our thoughts are, they're like river streams, right? Mm-hmm. And with enough force, you can change that river stream's course. Mm-hmm. You can make it change pathways. And so I feel like as long as you change your mindset about things, like, wow, look at me, I'm so beautiful, and keep telling yourself that, you can literally change your neural pathways or, you know, your little river currents, as I mean, <laughs> earlier example that I used. Um, yeah, I truly feel like you can change them just as long as you keep, like, tricking yourself, keep telling yourself, like, I'm beautiful, I'm confident. Thank you, world, for making me confident. Like, as long as you keep rewiring your thinking. I love it. I've got goosebumps all over. I love that so much. How yeah. did, okay, so did you have confidence when you went in? I, well, okay, I've always said I'm, I'm, I'm cool as shit, like, you know, in a joking way. Yeah, and no, that's great, though. Yeah, and I've always, like, told myself, like, I, I'm cool, I'm I'm confident, I'm a good person, you know? But I don't know, something about, you know, during my two to three months of anxiety freakouts every time I'd go in, I would, something would just, something, maybe it was because I was still in that, oh, I got fired stage, maybe there was a stint in my esteem. God, girl, that was such a blessing, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> $15 an hour. And they made you yes. fight for a 15 cent raise. Yeah. Even the lady was like, oh, I'll give you 15 cents just because I already said I would. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And, and, it's, and it's funny because it's, yeah, it's, I did go in there with a little bit of shyness and stuff. And I remember just sitting and sitting and sitting with customers because I was just scared to ask them, let me dance for you, you know? And and so it, it, it does take rewiring. It t- I literally listened to your videos a couple times, like about 
where to stare at them, like the bridge of the nose, and it all, it's all about like just racking back up your ability to communicate properly and, and be yourself. I love it. How has my channel helped you? Okay, so, oh, there's so many, there's songs that I like go over and over again. Like, okay, for example, I've noticed that before I wouldn't stare at people and it was a really bad habit from belly dancing because that's what the teacher would say. If you're nervous on stage, just, you know, look at the wall. So I noticed that I would look at the wall stuff, but then your videos were like, no, look at the bridge of their nose, don't look at their eyes directly, that's too intimidating. And then from there, like, Law of oh my gosh, your law of attraction videos that you made. Like I, there was one time in the beginning when I'm telling you, I'd be like, <laughs> every time going, I put your video about law of attraction, and, and I think it was one where you were talking about stuff that has happened to you, and like I was playing that while I drove to the club, and I'm like, oh my god, this girl like know, like this girl knows something that I don't yet, you know. Especially, you know how you say to put numbers in your head yeah. for the night, like I'm gonna make this much. That helps a lot because even if I fall short that night of my number, I'm like, uh, so? <laughs> no, I pushed, I pushed for that number and yeah. I ended up a little short. Like, so what, you know? That's awesome. Versus going in there with the mindset of, I don't know how much I'm going to make today. Like, no, you have to just have it in your head. 400 or whatever. Right, yeah. Pick a number and shoot for it. Yeah, like, I'm going to dance for 500 today, or I'm going to show up at the club for 500 today. Yeah. <laughs> now that, like, I came across your channel and Law of Attraction and stuff, I'm, I'm now open to uh, more ideas that before I laugh at, you know? I'm willing to see why people believe in things like that, or, what, like, why, for example, how I was able to finally accept Law of Attraction. And, uh, and like learn from it from there. How were you finally able to accept that? Where did that come from? Um, I think it was around that turmoil of getting fired. Oh, or so this maybe. is recently. Yeah, like I, I was, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. I was all about, yeah, it all like came crashing all at once, maybe. Maybe the universe was like, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like I think I was. We've been trying to wake you up. This is the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was down in the dumps or whatever, and my friend from childhood, she was like, "Hey, have you ever heard of the law of attraction? You should check out this girl. She talks about it." And then from there, when I started stripping, I saw your videos that were like law of attraction. I'm like, "Oh shit, it's that thing!" But oh we're stripping. my god, that's awesome. <laughs> So many girls love this topic. It makes sense because, my God, is it important. Let's think about this logically, okay? Even if the law of attraction was total bullshit and it wasn't real at all, what is the harm in always looking for what you want instead of thinking yeah. about everything that could go wrong? That's what I'm saying. And <laughs> I told my therapist about law of attraction and she kind of did simplify it to that. She's like... Oh, well, it just makes you feel good to think that way. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> if that's what you want to think to use it, then go ahead. Yeah, right. It just makes you feel good. 
Like, right, exactly. Yeah, it, exactly, though. Yeah, I... Just use it. Like, <laughs> just use it. Yeah, as long as you're doing whatever it, it is to make you focus on what you want. There's so much stuff behind this topic that I want to go into, but I'm going to save that for a different time where I can deep research quantum physics and the law of attraction and why this stuff is real and how it works and stuff like that. And maybe there are theories, but a lot of it's science. A lot of it's backed by studies with like computers and people, people having their heads hooked up to scans and all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's a great topic. I think that open-mindedness is one of the most attractive traits a person can have. So I applaud you for that because there's so many people that are just super close-minded and think, no, that's, it's not like that. That's not how it is. And it's like, how the fuck do you know that that's not how yes. it is? Like, and like the thing is, we have to realize that science doesn't know everything yet. Exactly. So that's why I can't, I can't say, oh, that's not true. If science doesn't know that either, you know? Exactly, yeah. And science has changed. Or, I mean, researchers, you know? Yeah, and yeah, and things have changed in the lab. Like, when you look at quantum physics, that's such a good... There's a documentary called What the Bleep Do We Know? Everybody yeah. should watch that film. It's amazing. It's What the Bleep Do We Know? I think it might... I don't know, it might be on Netflix, it might be on YouTube, but it's a super great documentary or film or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so you just got into dancing if, like very recently, so I was going to ask you if you had an exit strategy yet, but I'm going to assume your answer is no, and when I say an exit strategy, I mean like a plan to get out, like I'm going to make X amount of dollars and I'm going to invest it in something and then I'm going to start a business and whatever, that's a really deep topic though. successful entrepreneur that also like you said you have a lot of different business ideas also same thing with him when you pick when you do pick something when you pick the one you want the most when you pick the thing that you feel like you want the most start doing one thing a day to move you closer to that goal just one don't think about two don't think about three don't think about any of that just try to do one thing a day to get you closer to that goal so let's say you want to be a famous artist 
draw Bad. one draw one tiny picture every single day. It could be anything. You could make a star and then the next day you could add on to the star and then you know, a month from now, it could be an entirely new, it could be the galaxy with, you know, little planets and aliens and I don't know, it could be anything. But as long as you're doing one thing every single day to move you closer to your goal, and another thing that that will do is, let's say you have this big idea of whatever it is that you want, and you start to do one thing a day to move you closer to that goal you're gonna realize very quickly if this is actually something you wanna do. Because you might have this idea yeah. in your head, this is what I want, this is what I want, but it seems so far away, but I really want it, and I'm gonna think about how to do it forever, you know, I'm gonna take years to think about how I'm gonna figure this out and do it and whatever. But if you would just start on it, if you would just start, no matter what that meant, anything, write out a, a little plan, write a note on it, you know, ask somebody, get feedback about it, uh, anything. Really, maybe not feedback from somebody else because they might not see your vision. They probably won't see your vision and they might give you negative feedback. So maybe don't do that. But doing one thing a day, you're going to figure out really quickly if you actually want to do it or not. There have been lots of things that I've been like, this is what I want. And then I start to do it, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that at all. That's, yeah. not, that's not fun at all. Like, what was I thinking? But if I didn't start, I would have never known. There's lots of things. I thought I wanted to be a coder. I thought for years, I was like, how cool would that be to be a coder? Like, I can make anything inside of a computer. That'd be so awesome to be a coder. And then I finally started. I was taking Harvard classes online. There's free free Harvard classes that you can take on YouTube for learning how to code. I could not keep my eyes open. And the, t the instructor was super animated and he was like a great teacher and he was just, I mean, he was great at what he did, but I thought it was the most boring thing ever. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I was like, no, this is definitely not for me. So, so if you don't try, if you don't actually try for it, you won't know. So, mm-hmm. My last question, and then I'm going to ask you if there's anything you want to add. What is some advice that you would give to girls that are scared, that haven't tried it yet, that have been putting it off, that haven't tried it? So, I totally get that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, call ahead and let them know, oh, what do I need to do to audition? That way you already have it in your head, like, that's it, I'm going, I know the criteria, right? Awesome. And, like... Uh, hmm, that's very, yeah. because in order, because then I don't know if getting ready got me even feeling worse, but, <laughs> yeah, I know if, you, <laughs> you know, like, you just, like, knowing you're gonna go in there, like, ah, yeah, so, um, I would say if anything, like, just know you already got it, you know, like, like you said, I didn't even know I already got it, and, <laughs> yeah. and and as long as you walk in there with some type of confidence and and a smile on your face, like, they're going to like you from the start. So even if you're scared, all you have to do is go in there and actually see it because it's, you hype yourself up before you're even there. And the hype, or and not even good hype, right? Yeah. And so, like, the hype is way worse than when you're actually there. because It's like working out, right? Before... You, you you think about the gym, and you're like, oh, can I not go? Can I not go? But then when do you ever walk out of the gym and say, wow, I had the worst time? Exactly. Like, And then there's times where 
you you gotta realize that if you're scared, like it's just it's just in your head, and once you're there, it's not even that big of a deal. Like you will be okay. Yeah, <laughs> you will be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's an experience too, if nothing else. Like everything, everything that was just said about trying it and seeing, you know, your big goal or your big vision for your life, like trying a little bit every day to see if you like it, this could be it, you know, maybe just go and try it and see if it's for you because you might hate it. Your first day, you might be like, nope, I am not doing that ever again, but it was an experience and then 20, 30, 40 years down the road, you can be like, yeah, there was this day that I just was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go try to be a stripper. And at least it's a great story. If nothing else, at least it's a great story. So and, yeah, and like you said, how do you know? How do you know that you're not gonna like it if you don't ever go? And like, like uh, I, I was proven that way exactly because I, I knew I liked dancing and everything, but then I said, no, I'm probably not gonna like it. Like people, uh, lap dances, and I, and now I honestly like really love it. Yeah. That's awesome. You, you you will never know until you actually go. Super true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to add to this? Any kind of any kind of thoughts? Any kind of suggestions? Anything you want girls to know? Anything you want girls to check out? Anything at all? It can be completely stripper unrelated. Is there anything no. else you want to say? Um, I'm a huge advocate to like love your body and love yourself, and so I just want to tell anyone who's ever doubting like their worth or doubting their value like you are a beautiful person don't let anyone tell you otherwise even if you're stripping and people think of bad things about you like it does not matter you are a beautiful person and like don't let anyone tell you otherwise it's about your esteem it's about loving yourself and how are you supposed to help the world or do what you want to do if you don't, you can't even treat yourself right? Absolutely. I love it. Wow, those are some awesome parting words. Those are some <laughs> super powerful parting words. Well, thank you so much, Rosanna. I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. This is a great thing to add to the conversation, and it and it touches on a completely different group of girls than I planned on reaching at all. Like... Uh... I didn't, I didn't imagine young professionals that had already had a career mapped out. Like, yeah, yeah that's childhood, you know, like, yeah, that's been work for the man my whole life. Oh, it sounds so awful. The way it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So you have added so much to this. I can't thank you enough. Truly. Yeah, and and also, um, if anyone ever wants to ask me questions or wants me to, you know, sh- shake some confidence into you, you can reach me Instagram. My platform is my milkshake seven seven seven. I'm on there. I actually, when I first started dancing, I was really ashamed of it and stuff. And then it finally hit me, like, why? Why I need to be an advocate for us? And so, if you go on my account, it's all about <laughs> stripping now. Good for you. Uh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm here for us, okay? <laughs> awesome. I love it. It's my milkshake 777? Yes. That's awesome, girl. I used to have big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. They're gone now. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I'm going to go follow you on Instagram. And uh, yeah, anyone that wants to reach out, 
I, I love it. We're, we're definitely here for you. Thank you so much for being on this call, Rosanna, and for offering that for girls because yeah, there's probably a lot of them that need help. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's honestly my pleasure. It's, I feel like what you had happen with the universe making you become an entrepreneur, I feel like the universe has made me do this because this has honestly been something that's been on my mind for years. And finally, I was like, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start it and see what happens. And I did not think it would last this long. I didn't think I would, like, I was, I'm an introvert. I thought, no, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But I've had a great time so far. It's been super fascinating. And these stories are so fun. And the fact that we can empower ourselves that we don't need to go to school. We don't need to go work for somebody else. We can empower ourselves. That just is such a beautiful thing. It really is. Like words can't describe how I feel about that. That truth. Mm-hmm. I love and it. You have to, you know, I have a 40k piece of paper on my wall now, but it's like it makes me wonder if if I knew all of this before I entered college, what what would I have done differently? Yeah. I entered college just because I was told that was the right way to go, you know? Right, right. I love the way that you say that, too. A 40K piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know? I mean, I love it, and I'm not, I'm trying, and I, you know, I, I respect my education and everything, and it's taught me to appreciate my body and trying to help everyone else to appreciate their bodies. But I also can't help but wonder, like, did I do that out of fear? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're on the right path. I think everywhere your life has taken you has been on the right path. And especially now that you know the law of attraction, like, now it's up to you to define your future and be like, this is where I'm going. And you'll get yeah. there. You'll get there. So. And so will anyone else who, who you know, just... Blindly believes in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't. We, doesn't matter if we don't know how it works. It works. Exactly. Yeah. We, we don't. We don't know how electricity works, but it works. We don't know how gravity yeah. works, but it works. Like, it's there. It's real. Whether you can see it or not, it's there. And the only way mm-hmm. to find out is to really try for yourself, is to really, really, really try for yourself. Pick something. Pick one thing and think about it and think. Feel like you already have it. Feel like it is already yours. The thought alone is you've got to feel it. You've got to feel it. You've got to truly believe it is already yours. There's another reality in which it already exists as yours, and now you're going to move into that reality. You, that reality is becoming a part of you. Yeah. Give me chills. <laughs> yeah. So. Sometimes I get chills over these things. I just want to throw my phone because it just weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, girl. It's been so fun to talk to you. I can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a wonderful night. I'm going to edit this, and it's going to be online tonight. So. Yay! Okay, have a good night. All right, talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.